Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Channel Eleven. Yeah. Good morning, Billy. This How is you our. Doing? It's our Channel Eleven. This is our, and we're doing a new time now. We have like the new morning. <laughs> this is like our morning show. We are the we are the morning show of uh, yeah. the skating world. Well, it depends on where you are in the world, but if you're in the states, this is the morning show. It's like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> should we come up? With, then we should have came up with a different name for it. Then Channel Eleven is fine. <laughs> we're good. We're good yeah. with that. How's everyone cool. doing today, though, Billy? How are you doing this morning? Yeah, doing good. Uh, happy to get the day going. Nice. It's 9 a.m. over here in California. Uh, stoked to talk to you and interested in this uh, new Channel 11. Re recently, we've been doing these Channel 11s where we just discuss topics about certain uh, points in rollerblading. Last time we did a flat versus anti that got a lot of uh, attention and people were talking a lot about that as that's a heated debate in rollerblading. And um, yeah, now we're going to do the do's and don'ts of skating. Disclaimer off the bat. Um, these are just opinions and you know, there's, there's no rules as we've talked many times about in blading, but you know, there's some, there's some do's and some don'ts that, that we think, uh, you know, we have our opinions on. So we'll be talking about that today. Yeah. I'm excited for this one too. Quickly before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, we on Patreon, we asked, um, for suggestions of topics of channel 11s. We have some ideas of ourselves, but we obviously want to hear what all you think about it as well. So shout out to Nathan Bentley for this, uh, topic idea. He came up with this. We has a lot of great, uh, topic ideas that people shout out in the Patreon. So just quickly shout out to Nathan Bentley for this one, which we're going to have a lot of fun with. Um, do you want to hit him with a spiel real fast, Billy? Yes. I'm hitting with the spiel real fast. Ooh. Uh, if you, if you don't already, <laughs> please follow us. Uh, you may have heard this a thousand times, but if you don't, please. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a Facebook. Please give us a like. You can go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Um, so when we have a live episode, you get notified. Leaving a comment and sharing our episodes really helps with the algorithm. So if you could do that, it's really great. If you like what you're hearing, you can go to our iTunes, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. It's very helpful for us. And uh, yeah, boost us up a, a little bit in the algorithm. Also, if you like what you're, you're hearing, you can be a Patreon member where you get exclusive content to bonus uh, content. We have inside outs, which are trick tips. We have section reviews that we do with some of our guests. We have three pieces. We have a bunch of new stuff coming as well. And when you become a Patreon member, you are automatically entered in our free random drawing every month to win something from our online store. That could be a shirt. It could be a tank top. I'm wearing one right now. Oh, hey, I got my shirt on too. How you doing? <clears throat> yeah, you can get a, a shirt, a tank top, you can get a mug, a five panel hat. So that's what happens when you become a mate member of our Patreon community for as low as $3 a month. So thank you for bearing with me during my spiel today. <laughs> I like how we came in uniform today. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was not planned. That was not planned. Unplanned. Unplanned. Um, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode. As usual, thank you, Blank, for sponsoring us. Um, Thank you for sponsoring, you know, most of last year, most of this year, because they got a lot of new stuff coming out. The new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate is out now, available worldwide at your favorite skate shop. Everybody check it out. Um, Soul Plate, helped design by Kyle Sola of Sola Frames. Top-notch quality from Rollbay, what you would expect. Um, the skate is available in sizes US 6 to 10 and a half and 12 to 12 and a half. So if you have a bigger or smaller feet from the first beta relaunch, um, you're able to get those skates now. So check out the new Shonkeen Pro Model Skate. They have a lot of cool new stuff coming out. If you follow them at Blank Rolling Products on Instagram, you see they sneak peeked um, a new skate coming out in the next few months. So super excited for that one. And check out BlankRollingProducts.com to learn more about the brand and the skate in general. But thank you for supporting the show. 
everyone go check out the new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate. Cool. Um, also, we have the BPSO coming up this September 3rd, this Labor Day weekend. It's coming up now. It's a, a little bit uh, just under three weeks. So that's something that's exciting. We, we have registration available. If you want to compete at Bashi Pope Skate Off on Instagram, you hit the link in the bio. Um, maybe we could figure out a way to get the link in this in, in this bio. In the I'll, add, I'll add that during the, the, well, the promo place. <laughs> awesome. That, that'd be perfect. Um, and yeah, so just one announcement really quick. Uh, we were going to originally do inline and quad events at the BPSO. But um, because I took the event on kind of last minute, uh, you know, I only had two months to, to work with it after I realized I was taking it over. I couldn't get enough uh, word out to the quad community. So at the moment, we're going to just cancel the quad event. But if you do skate quads, you can compete with the inline skaters. And you're, of course, always welcome at the event. But the event is going to be an inline event right now. So keep that in mind. We're going to play the quick trailer. And yeah. Hello, I just wanted to send a reminder out that we are doing pre-registration for the BPSO7 this Monday, August 8th. We have it at a new location, Coleman Skate Park in the Lower East Side under the Manhattan Bridge. We are offering booths and tables to sponsors who want to have merch there. We are adding new obstacles for the event and we have people coming from all over the world. It's going to be out of control this year. It's at a really cool part of the city and it's going to be a fantastic weekend. So we'll see you there. If you want to have a booth or a table, hit me up, DM me directly, and set a pre-registration on Monday. It's going to be a fantastic event. We'll see you there. Shout out Butter TV for the promo too. Definitely. Right? Huge correct? shout out Butter TV. And we just had him on, so check out his latest podcast. That was a really good one, especially for my filmer guys out there. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good information in that. But um, yeah. Stuff like that. <clears throat> By the way, if you want a table, hit me up quick because they're running out fast. I think we only have like one or two spots left. But yeah, it's going to be a fantastic event. Got the whole Mesmer team coming into town. Sean Kelso coming. Colin Kelso. Michael Ooh. Weitzman is f flying over. Oh, really? Sick. Um, yeah, he was one of the first guys who pre-registered. So it's, it's oh, starting sick. to build up. Yeah, we're going to start like announcing people who are coming out this week. And uh, just been a busy week. So it's going to be really exciting. Nice. I can't wait for that. I didn't realize it was already so soon. But I'm ready yeah. to go. Can't wait for that. It's gonna be fun. I'm I'm excited for something new and like kind of like fresh for the BPSO too. So this is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pumped. I really like that part of the city too. It's a, uh, you know, it's just around a lot of cool stuff. Lower East Side, right by the water. It's nice. Yeah, good views and everything. So we'll see you all then, hopefully. Um, before we begin, we get started on our topic real fast. Um, just wanna also shout out real fast. Um, Check out the Jump Street Online store. Like Billy said before, we have a lot of cool new stuff in the, the store that we added recently. We've got a few new shirts. If you're looking for a tank top, a five-panel hat, a snapback hat, a mug, something like that. It's a good way to support the podcast, help us going, and show some love. We have a lot of cool new merch up there for you guys. Hope you're excited about it. So check it out, jumpstreetpodcast.com slash store. We ship worldwide. So definitely check it out. We're wearing our uniforms today, so as you can see. <laughs> But let's get going with this topic. We have the Channel 11, the do's and don'ts of skating. So like yes. we mentioned before, this is our mm. opinions. So, mm. you know, take this with a grain of salt if you want. This is just our thoughts. This will probably be a great topic for the old school skaters because this is kind of like there were like, quote, rules back then, you know, so a lot of us <laughs> yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. on this stuff. But it also could be interesting for a lot of the new skaters as well because they might not know about this or might, might bring new ideas to their head about how they can approach tricks 
like Billy said before, there are no rules in skating. You do whatever the hell you want. But these are just the, quote, do's and don'ts of skating by our opinions. So I'm also going to yeah. put a little poll real quick, Billy. Post a little poll for each topic that we put. Whether you agree or disagree, it'll be fun to see for the live chat what you guys think about what we talk about as well. Yeah, and, and I think it's also worth uh, mentioning that uh, these do's and don'ts have gone through many evolutions throughout the years. And maybe it's worth uh, talking about that too, because when we were uh, younger, there was, I think skating was at like a place that was obviously not as evolved as it currently is. Mm -hmm. And there, it was more stay within the lines. And then as it continued to grow, you know, with people who push the boundaries, like, you know, you, you think of like the Dustin Latimer types, the, the Dominic Sagona types, yeah. the Dominic, the Dominic Bruce types, you know, the, mm -hmm. the mushroom blading guys and uh, this whole area where like skating kind of got, you know, Matthew Ledeau and like all these people who like kind of pushed it outside of those things and made these far out ideas become accepted. But yeah, I think, I think it's also worth mentioning that you know, the do's and don'ts have, have changed and they're still at subject to continually change. And I think almost that's something that became without going too deep. I think it's something that became a bit of like a, a hallmark of um, some, like you take something that's not cool and then you make like something that's a don't and then you make it a do. I, it has been happening yeah. a lot in the past few years. It's cool to see um, that. Yeah. So it's like it's it's almost like what how can you make this a do? But yeah, it, it's. It's fun to think about. So yeah. It definitely is. I hope we had a lot of fun with this episode. Without further ado, do you want to go for the first one, Billy? Or you want me to do the first one? No, I prefer you. Okay. Prefer me. So my first one I'm gonna go with off the bat is doing porn stars that don't look like sidewalks. So now this is one, um, whether you call it a star grind, P star, whatever you wanna reference it as, mm -hmm. porn stars not looking like sidewalks. Sidewalk is its own trick. I should have had like a visual reference for this one. <laughs> Sidewalk is his own trick. Not that many people do that in the first place anyway. Uh, invented by Mr. John Julio, the president himself. Um, I'm curious actually on a side note, if sidewalks do make a comeback in the future, that would be interesting to see. Sidewalk is pretty much like a porn star, but you're grinding on your shin instead of like the groove foot in the back. But it's easy when you're starting out to not be able to really get in that back groove foot a lot. And it kind of like wiggles around. I've personally seen that a lot more now because a lot more I'm skating with a lot more people now who are beginners. And it's such an easy thing to mess up, but it's such a also an easy thing to correct over time where your sole foot is locked on perfectly. The back foot is not really in between the second and third groove or in the boot groove like it should be. And it kind of either goes too far on top of the ledge or the rail and you kind of slide on like your cuff, your liner, your shin, something like that. <laughs> it's something that it's such an easy fix. And in a lot of cases, it's a matter of like where you put your shoulders to lean for that back foot. And it's just something that I've been seeing lately. And I had to put this on this list. I don't know what you want to say about okay. that one, oh, Billy. Okay. okay. So, so, so a few things to, to, to go into about okay. that. Um, one, I just want to say just completely on the side, just referring to sidewalks. When I first got into skating and sidewalks were happening, I thought it was like the coolest thing. I don't know. Like, I know it became like the opposite over the years but I, I just remember being like wow that's that's really cool i don't know i thought like ali sidewalks were like the coolest looking things remember nick potter sidewalks yeah like there was some like really sidewalks were cool. so sick they were nuts like yeah so um when i was young i thought those were really cool um so i i think that can definitely become a do again if so, if someone yeah. figures that out exactly but but yeah um i know what you mean so there's 
there's the way of doing, and this is, by the way, this is, I think we're kind of crossing into the territory of getting a bit strict, but, but I think that it's, it's, it's about. It's we're having fun, <laughs> but it's something worth saying. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when you do that trick, a star grind, a P star, a porn star, whatever you want to call it, we have some, I don't know who made these names. So I came into this, <laughs> we got to talk to these people, but, um, yeah, it should be between the second and third. Um, and you know what? That's hard because I see like a lot, a lot of the times, even in like, you know, my old, it's still to this day. If like I do, I, I do like a TTP and I don't throw it on. Right. Like, you know, you're yeah. not there mm-hmm. and it's like, ah, like some, like you have to get it right. But yeah, like, you know, you could drag on the cuff, you could drag on the boots. The pants. Um, and it's, and, it, and it's like a completely different thing when you're in the second and third groove. Cause you actually like feel that sliding in that part too. You can't see like, it. And it's behind like, you. So there's a perfect like reason why that happens so often. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like I, I, I think um, it's something you should you should aim for. Like, you know, and I like that's definitely that's in, in my I think I would have to like agree that that's a bit of, of, of a don't, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course, like, I think a lot of the times when you're learning these tricks, like that's a natural thing that happens. And it's something good to push for, to strive for, to like always like work on your tricks, you know, um, like once you like land a trick doesn't necessarily mean it could take like, you know, years to get it to how you want it to be. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, that, yeah, that's a good thing. I, I feel like that's a natural thing that happens. Like when you try that porn star, mm-hmm. that's just natural. You do that, but um, it's much different and it's a much different experience when you get that second and third yeah groove there yeah you feel like you're in the zone like you're locked in i, I feel like i want to do like an inside out now for our patreon on how to do this trick um because I, I have a lot of a lot of tips for people it's more easy to explain in person but maybe we'll do that in the future um but on the topic of uh porn stars looking like sidewalks according to our live chat 85 percent agree with us and 15 percent don't agree that porn stars should uh not look like sidewalks so Thank you for voting in our live chat. This is going to be fun to do one for each of these uh, topics. Um, is there anything else you um, want to say on the topic, Billy, or you want to hit up for the next one? Yeah, uh, we, we, we can move on to the, to the next one. Okay. Um, I, 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 I could mention this because this is a bit of a personal thing with me. Okay. Um, so and I'm going to go to a bit of a backstory. And it, and it goes to like jumping on things versus stepping on things. Um, okay. Okay. So when I was like, yeah, and this, yeah, like I said, there's a bit of a backstory. When I was young, um, I was like the last one. I had like all my older friends were skaters and I was like the last one out of all of them to like hit a rail. But because like where we, where we grew up and how we grew up, like everyone would always be like, yo, this kid can't hit a rail yet. So they'd like make, they'd ride you for it. Like, you know, like give you <laughs> yeah. like a hard time um, and push me. to. So basically like I went to go learn a rail, like by my house, I went to go learn it on my own. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to learn this. Right. So I just sat there for however long, like struggling with the rail. And then uh, I did the rail. Now, in my head, I thought I jumped on. Right. But I, mm-hmm. I had learned to to, to, to kind of jump on rails, like pushing off one foot and then like picking up the other foot. So I was like not yeah. jumping two feet at once. I was like stepping on the rail. And then I was like, man, I can't wait to show these guys that. I learned how to jump on rails. Like I'm going to shut them up, you know? <laughs> so we go, we get to, we get, it was like McDonald's park or something in Staten Island. So we go and I'm like, I'm going to show, I'm going to show them. So I go, boom, hit the rail. And I'm like, see, I can't hit rails. And they were like, yo, you stepped on, you stepped <laughs> on. 
So I got like rinsed there again too, and I thought I would be uh, getting some credit. But anyway, um, I think the, the, the point being like is, and you could do this for a lot of things. I found like even like years later after like, um, you know, trying to like um, stay, stay jumping off both feet on a lot of things. Like there are some things like I find myself like if I try to maybe fast slide something at the skate park or something like I'll re- sometimes I won't pick up both feet at once. And I'm like, oh, no, like standing with torques jump, also. jump off of it. Like, yeah, and exactly like it, it could happen for torques. I really like I think there's less of a reason to do it on torques. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think you should push and jump off. Like, yeah. but um, also like maybe some like manual tricks. Like, do you know what I mean? Because like I learned That's like when these you, days. Yeah, when you're jumping off the floor onto like a manual trick, it's really tough, be, like especially onto a platform mm-hmm. because, you know, you have to la- be pretty precise there. So I think, I, I don't know, I, th- I, th- I think there is some maybe room for it to be okay. And I think if there's some intention behind it, it could be okay. But this is like definitely um, an, an older don't, like where you're just like, you know, like I said, I got rinsed for going, I had to like relearn, like, okay, jump, like learn how to jump on things with two feet. And that became like burned in my head from this experience that I had when I was young. Right. I never heard um, that. It's funny. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was funny. It was like Dave Park and these guys. Like, I feel like you know? it's something you don't want to talk about too often too. I feel like you might be a little traumatized with that experience. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't like, you know, <laughs> you know, a, a huge trauma, but it was definitely just something that was a, a, a memory that like, okay, that's, don't forget that, you know, because the approval of like my friend groups at the time was like, and it, you know, was pretty important in like the skate when I was trying to be a skater around. You yeah, know? of course, of course. I, I will agree with you on that too. Stepping on, it happens a lot for beginners. It's how you learn tricks. It's how you teach tricks. Usually you step on one foot, like a, a Mizu, the sole foot on, put the back foot on afterwards, boom, you get a Mizu. You get more comfortable with it, you start jumping on. I would like to add to that though, stepping off tricks as well is um, a little bit of like a, in my eyes, like a don't. I have yet to see, I think anybody implement this in like uh, a cool new trendy type of way, but just as much as it doesn't make your trick look as good as step on a trick, stepping off of it as well, I think shows that you don't really have control on the trick and is like a flaw for the most part in, in what you, you want to show when you literally lace a trick and you like, like, yeah, I got this shit down. Like when you step off a trick, it doesn't show that. So I just wanted to add on to yours, Billy, that the stepping off the trick, I'm going to say stepping on, stepping off both them as well, um, play an equal part to doing like a nice solid official trick. And I'm going to say straight out, I am definitely guilty of stepping on heel rolls and toe rolls onto stuff because that that shit is hard i don't know how alex and other people do it so well i've tried it and it's so tough and once in a while i do get it my steps are getting a little bit faster i guess you could say but it's still extremely hard especially when you're going fakey up to it to step on um to not step on a heel roll or a toe roll when you're jumping up to like a ledge or a curb or something like that so that is definitely tough i i do get that and i'm guilty of doing that myself (laughs) yeah and, and 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 like you know i think it also depends like the intention, you know, because, you know, Dominic's going around like one foot stuff from back in the day. And that could be, um, you know, it could be considered you're not jumping off both feet on the floor, but you're doing it in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Dominic recently had a clip where he like kind of galloped up to like uh, yeah. a rail to fish brain. Like, you know what I mean? So he's not jumping off of both feet as per the rules, but that's like kind of finding a way to work around and like make a different approach, uh, work. That's like, not so strictly, like you have to jump off the floor with both feet. Mm -hmm. Um, the stepping off thing, 
I honestly don't see that as much as the stepping on thing because it's, I feel like that's just harder to do. And it's just like, you gotta like put down, like, you know, but I feel like, yeah, it definitely still happens. I'm saying the step off. I see it more like, I mean, we, we've definitely done this before too, where we're trying to film something. We step off the trick, but we like, know we're like, ah, oh, that was cool. But I stepped off it. I got to clean that up the landing. Or like maybe mm. you'll play somebody in a game of skate and they're like, they get the trick by like the skin of their teeth, like, and they step off it. And sometimes people count it. Sometimes people don't count it. In my eyes, I wouldn't count it. Like I wouldn't, if I stepped off a trick, I'd be like, nah, that doesn't really count. Um, but you are right. It's not too, it's not as common as the stepping on part. It's just like little select instances where I see that. And I feel like most people clean it up afterwards, but I do see that in like games of skate and stuff like that, where people step off, just trying to barely get by by doing a trick. So, yeah, it, 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 it's a it's a weird one. Hey, eh? like, you know, because like even sometimes in like some like legit clips, you can you can you can see it happening like yeah. here and there. Like and you're just like, wow, like it's bro. I, I, I put out something. It must have been, you know, I don't know how long ago, but I like it was uh, skating in New York a little while ago. And uh, I like fast slid this rail like across and, and down. And there's like a little a little launch to it. And I, I it was. It wasn't like an obvious step on, but like I noticed and I was like, oh, that's a step on there. And um, yeah, man, like you... out on a trick that's going to come out in a future video. <laughs> no, no, no. It's in like Instagram. Oh, okay, um, okay. I don't know. You can find it, but it's just like an Instagram po- trick. Like, okay, you know, okay. um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it could still happen. Like, you know, you see you can still see like the best guys, like not saying I'm the, one of the best guys, but I still see some of the guys in the well, videos are, who are like but... some of the better, better guys like doing it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. no I, I agree with you on that but according to our live chat poll i said stepping on tricks okay 81 percent said no 19 percent said yes so as of now we're doing pretty good billy we don't have the people hating us yet for any of our opinions or thoughts <laughs> all right we'll wait till the comments though don't give it time um, <laughs> i'll give it time <laughs> what's next um okay i'll jump into the next one then so we did the stepping on I am going to do getting boot down on your group tricks. Now, this, I am mainly talking about Royales and Farfignugans. I don't think I've really seen this on many other tricks. I don't know if it's any at all possible to do on many other tricks, but doing like a Royale and kind of like not having your boot all the way down, you're kind of a lot on your frame. Same thing with Farfignugans too. It's easy to like emphasize it and kind of just, if you're going too fast, like you might not get your boot down and it's, at that point, it's technically a frontside. I don't know if people would agree with me or not on that one. Um, I think the skate matters too for that. There are certain skates where they have really large sole plates, and I think it kind of makes you learn in, I'm not going to say wrong way, but like it doesn't help learning these specific tricks. Because um, if you have a really big sole plate, your foot isn't really going to be leaned over as much as you would with a smaller sole plate. So you could be boot down, but it's kind of looking like straight up like that, which mm-hmm. in my opinion, doesn't really look too good or it's easy for people to call you out on not really going boot down on a Royale or a Farfanugan. And like I said, at that point, if you don't get boot down, it's technically not a Royale or Farfanugan. You're doing a front side. It's just a wonky oh, looking okay. front side. <laughs> okay. So a couple of things. Um, okay. Go for it. So, to my understanding, like back in like, you know, the first first video I ever saw um, and Royales were becoming a new trick. It was just starting to get invented. Mm-hmm. It was like Dave Kalash in Omaha and he was doing, yep. they were called Shifty Royales, right? Yes. So the, the idea of the Shifty Royale at that time and 
if there's any OGs on here that think I'm wrong, this is my understanding. Correct me, but this is what my understanding was, is that it was a front side that started and you slipped into like a Royale, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so it was called a shifty Royale, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the intention of that was not to get on boot. So like, that being said, I think technically, if you like look at like a front side like this, like front side, and then like a Royale like this, that's like not on boot, I, I think that wouldn't technically be a front side still, but it wouldn't be a Royale either. So I think that'd be something like a like a shifty Royale if you wanted to get technical. Right. Now with the boot, now with other now other than that, um, yeah, I think the boot down is the way that we've like learned to know the trick. So that being on like the Royale and the Farfanugan. And, you know, sometimes I think that when you're in the process of learning tricks and wanting to get to the next trick, you might not. Uh, pay attention to all those little nuances that matter because it's, you know, you're getting to the end of the rail, you're being able to achieve the switch up. Um, but it is important to like pay attention to those little things. I remember um, when there wasn't like a huge trick vocabulary and like uh, Farfanugans were coming out and uh, I think John Hooley was one of the first guys doing it. They used to call it a reverse Royale back in the day. <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> and, yeah, it was that if you look at some free advice too or something, it's like John Hooley is teaching it and they're calling it like the reverse Royale, right? But they have like some of those, like when they were just getting learned, like they really get going boot. I remember, I forgot who it was, but there's a picture of someone like their frames aren't even touching. It's just like- Oh, boot, so boot? It's just so boot that the frame, <laughs> the frames are in. He's just like Yo. booted down, like on this route, and I was just like, "Wow!" But um, you don't remember who that was? No, damn. I mean, and and and, and, and maybe and and maybe it's just uh, some Mandela syndrome in my head as well. But yeah. the, this is what I, I I see this photo in my head, and it was just like you know. Ooh. But yeah, um, I think the boot down aspect. Uh, of those tricks, especially like the, you know, getting deep on a Farfanugan, like, mm -hmm. you know, is, um, is relevant. Like I wouldn't go as far as to say when you're doing a Farfanugan or a Royale and you're not on your boot, like that's a front side. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, then there, what makes it like... a Royale or a Farfanugan then? Just the no, lean that... aspect? Well, what makes it a front side? That you're no, on... I think that, I, I, I think the, I think the boot down is the trick's intention. Yes. Um, I think a front side like standing man, as mm -hmm. like we call it at Sunday brunch, where you're just like <laughs> standing, we're standing, standing, per, standing person, um, where it's like, you know, kind of like an A, right? Yeah. Like your legs are in like an A. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what this is that? Is... <laughs> what, what, what would you, I mean, I never really technically called that a front side anyway, but... What would you call that? Is it still? Let let us know also in the in the comments below. Is that still? If you do like a royale and you're not boot down, is that? Do you call that a frontside, or you still call it a royale? Technically, like it's. I'm I'm bringing okay. I'm gonna bring a new idea, and maybe this will this will catch. Okay. We can call a a, a lazy royale or a lazy forwarding. <laughs> <laughs> lazy royale. I like that so one. It's like, so it's like it's like you're it's it's not a frontside and it's not a royale or farmerian, but it's in the middle. It's just like a lazy one. That's like, a funny you know? way to call somebody out. Be like, yo, I just did this half cab royale. I'd be like, yo, that was half cab lazy boy. That half cab lazy yeah. royale. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying like, you know, you might have had a long day of work. You know, you might have had like a twelve hour day on the shift. You get off. You just want to go to the skate park. Your back's a little sore. You're like, ah, just you know, hit him with a few lazy royales. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this makes sense at all. That's, that's pretty funny. But I am like highly intrigued by this 
uh, like the Royale of Farfadugan that you mentioned where there was no frame touching. That's how you know you're in the battle right there. And I'm going to say straight up, it feels really good to do a Farfadugan really deep, really low and like be like locked in the boot, like really good. And same thing with the Royale. Like when you're in the groove really well, especially if you have a nice groove on your skate, it feels really good. And it, it ha I mean, it has to feel better than just doing a, a lazy Royale or a lazy Farfadugan, you know? It's just, that's my opinion. But I think it feels really good to actually do the trick, boot down all the way. It's a good feeling. Mm. Um, as far as the poll, the people in the, in the live chat, um, you have to get boot down on groove tricks. 87% said yes, they agree. And 13% said no, they do not agree. So we're still doing good, Billy. <laughs> okay, hanging in there. Um, um, we got to wait for the comments topic? still. So, yeah. Um, people like the so Lazy Royale, by the way. I think it might be on oh, cool. something. <laughs> I'm saying that that could work. That could be something that goes. I like that. Um, okay. So the next topic, let me see. Da, 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 da. Um, we could do landing. I mean, this is a bit of an old one. Um, and I don't know if it applies so much nowadays, but let me, let, let me, let me set the stage really quick. Okay. okay. So, um, we had a thing from, and we talked about the past too, that when you, when you landed, I think it might've come out of Philly, but when you landed your tricks, like, you know, if you come off backwards, like stay backwards, you know All what I mean? Fakey. Don't, yeah. Well, like exactly. Like, don't just like turn land and turn around immediately. Right. Like mm -hmm. get that roll in or whatever. Okay. So the reason why this is a nuanced topic now is because there's been so many different uh additions into like the landings of skating like you land there's a shuffle away you land there's like the turn fake you to forward real quick True. right Th this isn't talking about those things because those still display a very con controlled landing which is what i think the fakie uh displays i think the fakie would be if you come off fakie to stay fakie or if you come off forward to stay forward for a little bit that would be kind of like maybe like the uh the 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 bottom, uh, like the, the basic thing to try to strive for, like mm -hmm. in, in terms of your control, there's levels above that, like the, that you can do, like, as we just discussed with the shuffle out or the turn fakey, like the quick, the quick, uh, turnarounds. But like, I think that just like, is like the first level of like showing control on a trick. That being said, I know we've gave several disclaimers already, but I have so many tricks like this, like so many tricks where. I, I land and I and I turn around immediately. And I'm like, no, like, you know what I mean? And like, I try not to, but it still happens sometimes. And you know, it could it could happen on like sometimes maybe bigger tricks that you don't want to do again. You're like, oh, if, if I land it, whatever. And I think I think you don't have to be too strict on those kind of more uh, scary tricks where there's risk of injury or like, you know, like even though those tricks look great when you like land them uh, controlled and stuff like that, I think it just adds so much more to the trick. Um, I'll see like a really great trick and then like someone lands a uh, fake and then they're just like hop off of it real quick without even like letting it marinate for a second. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know. Like I, I like that. Just like uh, the whole, like Dominic talked about on like the whole package of the trick, like the approach, the, the, the trick itself. And then like the, the control exit. Mm -hmm. So I, th this might be a bit more strict than we might lose some people here, but <laughs> this is something that like, I feel um, I just like to see. And like when I, when I end up doing it too, and like, and, and I, I'm like, Ooh, that feels nice. Like, you know, I get to just like continue with my thing. Should I, I'm trying to put this in the chat as a poll. Should I just put controlled landing? Should I, is that what I should call it? 
How do you want me to word this? Um, because you first mentioned by holding the fakie, but then yeah, you... I guess controlled landing. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna hold no, right? Hold fakie, hold fakie is okay. cool because okay. like because it, it it's in the nuanced. Everyone who's watching live understands that it's in that nuanced term where it's not excluding those other things. Like, you know what I mean? It's that includes that. So the stay fakie would include those shuffles out, those uh, fakie to forwards, those even if you land the trick and and like you run away from the trick. Like, have you seen a lot of that? Like where people just skate really fast away from the trick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they run away. I yeah. When I started skating with Sean and Colin Kelso, this was the first thing I've heard them argue about. Um, as anybody who has a sibling might know, there might be some disputes between mm -hmm. brothers or sisters or whichever it is. But I remember filming for like Be Unique or something like that. And it, it was the same as forward too, though. They ha you have to hold the forward as well. I guess in general, it is a controlled landing. But I think Sean did like a forward seven over a rail and then came off a curb and turned fakie and like Colin didn't like it or something like that. And he's like, no, you have to stay forward afterwards. And then Colin obviously has the epic 900 on that stair set and underestimated mm -hmm. where he held mm -hmm. the fakie and mm -hmm. other people might have done 900s on stair sets also, but no one has held the fakie like that. And that was like his, I don't know what you would call it, claim to fame for that trick. I don't know what you want to call it, but. Well, I don't know if anyone else had done it before I, then. I, I don't know either, not. but. Yeah, I but, don't think so. That's what made that trick so special, at least to Colin himself, I think. Like part of that was the control and holding the fakie. Anybody can just huck everything and just spin like a you know, spin like a motherfucker and just land and just be like, okay, that was cool and like stumble away, whatever. But like the control of nine hundred and a stair set, holding the fakie, like it, it it shows a lot in your skating. And obviously Colin's somebody who has a lot of control and no matter what he does, so that would make perfect sense. But the control yeah, I was is just, key, I, I think, too. I agree with you. Yeah, I, was, I was just thinking now that I was wondering where the stay fakey thing came from originally. And, and then, like what, what, what like was the, the thought process that led to it? And I think as we we're talking about, I think it did come from Philly because they had some very like strict mm -hmm. uh, rules at that time. Like always grab your tricks. No negatives in Philly. Skate flat. Um, stay fakey. All these things. Mm -hmm. um, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it derived somewhere from like that trying those 900 on the stairs like you know because mm -hmm. i feel like the natural thing to do when you try that kind of trick and then you land forward like you land fakie your body's going with the momentum so you'd want to just land and turn around yeah and then maybe i could see those guys going hard and, and push on those ideas so I, I you know maybe we'll get colin back on the podcast and we'll, <laughs> and we'll talk about this and i'm curious if my theory is correct on that i i agree with you on this too um you started kind of drifting into like just mainly holding control in a landing, which I will also agree on, but we're not, we'll lay that for a different topic another day. But according to the live chat poll, holding the fakie, 73% of the chat agrees, 27% disagree. So, okay. So that's our, that's our biggest margin at the moment, which is what I was, good, uh, I was expecting that. I was anticipating that. I thought it was going to be like 50, 50 maybe, but mm. that's pretty good. Thank you all for agreeing with us, agreeing with Billy on that one. Um, I'm going to go on to the next point which would be uh which one should i do i'm gonna do coming off on the lava side and we asked this question on okay. our instagram and a lot of people also have mentioned this as well so that's why i made it a point to make sure we talk about this i'm glad we're talking about this because i don't agree with it so really I, okay well yes okay so this is mainly for rails because you can't really come off lava on a ledge if you're doing a grind but 
Rails, obviously, for anyone who doesn't know this, Lava is in reference to coming off on the far side when you're doing a near side trick. So if you're doing like a lefty top sole, you come off on the right side of the rail. Or if you're doing like a sole grind lefty, also come on the right side of the rail. Um, it, it It's still, I, I would say it still counts if you do something coming off on the lava side. It's just, it's kind of like the holding the fakie on the landing. Like it shows control in the trick. It shows that you're, you know what you're really doing. You really know what you wanted in that trick. And to me, that makes all the difference in everything. What, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah. Um, okay. So this lava thing, I got to be honest, like I didn't even like, he, like I must have, I don't know, not paid it, but I didn't even hear about this until like just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like a yeah, point me too, of topic. I, me too. We never thought about this it, back in the day, I don't it, think. Yeah. And so I don't know if like, but I think there was like a natural thing to like, if you do a trick one way to come up on one side of the rail, like if you're staying like top side, stay top side and don't go far side, whatever. Um, but I, I honestly, I, I think it limits like what you can do in a trick. Like I think there are first of all, one, some spots that, that call for it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if, if like, like the rail is on one side and there's a, there's a thing to hop over on, on the other side, like, yeah. you know, like this a spot. So I really think it's about, again, it comes down to like intention, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if like your intention on like, you might land fakie on a trick and instead of wanting to stay fakie, you're like, Oh, I'll just, you know, do the shuffle to heel to, to forward again or something yeah. like that. Um, but that's like, it adds to the trick. And I think the same for like the, the lava thing, like I think on some tricks, it might make more sense to come. Okay, for example, like if I saw like a, a true spin near side, Ali porn star on a rail done by Frankie, and he was so buried in it that he was like top side, far side and came off on the other side. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, if that was his intention too, versus if he just stayed on like the inside part, and like all the way tucked on the inside and like came off forward on the inside. That's cool. But you're not getting like the artistic style elements that you can throw in there and make it your own. Like, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I really think like, for example, like even like a true, um, like a true Machia where like, if you do like a true Machia when you're leaned all the way over, like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. super far side, top side, and then you just like pop off on the other side. That's that's maybe better to me than like a straight up and down true Machio where you just come off on the other side. Do you know what I mean? There's all mm-hmm. these like ways you can play with it. So the lava thing that I've been hearing uh, lately, I'm, I'm, I'm not on the same. I'm not, I'm really bored with that. Personally. But because I, I think that, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with like flat and anti, like uh, having the ability to like put your own sauce on the trick. I do think it comes down to intention. Like if you're trying to do it one way and like it's slop or whatever that then, then that's fine. And I think maybe generally as a rule of thumb, it's, it's okay. But, but also, no, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really, uh, I don't really agree with it. I think you, I think you made a point about it being, it depends on the person who does it. Obviously someone like Frankie does have a ton of control in all his tricks and whether right. he means to do it or not, it's still going to look sick regardless, you know? Uh, I think, I think when I talk about it, my point is more just showing the control on it. And that's one of the ways of showing the control because you can make a trick look good by coming off the far side. If you are really deep on like a top side or a near side trick to lean over and kind of yeah. like emphasize the style, I guess, if you want to call it like that, i probably have done alley macchios like that, how you're talking about like leaning over, mm-hmm. especially if you like rocket it out a little bit, like bone out that grab foot. I think that's yeah. a cool way to make it look good. 
But in a general sense, I'm still going to stick with my point and say that coming off on the lava side is generally not the right way to do the trick that you intend to do. Mm, Unless you're adding gonna, your spice I, to it. I, again, I really just like w w one of my one of my personal favorite tricks of my own true Machios is like on the forum ledges in Spain. And like I, tr I tr it's like the double ledges in Spain. Yeah. I go up, I do a true Machio and I and I jump you off jump on the other over the rail on the other side. Yeah, you jump over and, the and, other one too, kind of. Don't yeah. You? yeah, yeah, no, that's I jump it. over the rail onto, onto the other side. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like that's like one of my favorite tricks, mm -hmm. like true Machio wise of myself. Like that's mm -hmm. my favorite true Machio that I've ever done. And it's like a lava trick. Mm -hmm. So like, why? Like, mm -hmm. why would it be that well, way? And you I, know I, what I mean? So, so, so that's what I'm saying, like putting like the strict rules on it like being like i think it really calls for the person the intention how it's done and i think when you when you put the rules on it 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 could have the potential to take style away from skating i think it works for near side soul tricks i think it doesn't work for top side tricks i'm going to specify that because okay. if you do if you do like a top side and then come off okay. far side because i think that's what makes more sense because you are right a lot of near side tricks look good if you come off on the far side, on the lava side. Right, but right. If, I, if you do a top side trick and you just land on the lava side, you're not really top side because I always think about it like this. If you were doing that on a ledge, you wouldn't have done the trick. You know what I mean? If you do a top side on a rail, come off far side, if that was no, a exactly. ledge, you wouldn't be doing the trick. So, but but you're you're adapt, but but it's not a ledge is the point, and you're and, adapting to the spot, and then you're trying to show the spot for as best as it can be, and it's not a ledge. So for for you to be like, oh, if it was a ledge, this, but it's not a ledge. It's more like far side than it's top a rail. side at that point. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're skating a ledge, you have to stay within the rule set of the ledge. That's yeah. the ledge. Like, mm -hmm. and when you, the rail, you have more room mm -hmm. to like kind of play around. So um, I think I agree with what you're saying a bit with like, like the Ali, like a true fish, like, do you know what I mean? On like a rail, like yeah. it's, it's coming off on the, on the top side side. And I agree. I, th I think, I think I agree with what you're saying. I have to think about it more. The, <laughs> the, the, the near side side, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, I think it's better to come off on the like lava side when you're doing like near side tricks, like, mm. or you could, you could play with that more, more and make it look cooler. Um, like I don't, I don't think it matters as much on like, also front torques or something like that, or like backslides. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't think that it matters as much. I don't know. It's more of a soul trick thing, I think. Top sides, I understand. Yeah, I get that. I, I'm gonna on I'm the gonna... top side. It's called the top side. Yes, you should stay on the top side. So so be, even for the namesake sake, and maybe I'm contradicting myself with like the no rules and rules, but, but yeah, I think that's, I don't know. I, I'm going to specify with saying that top sides are more specifically what I was speaking of, but I do agree with your points as well. The true Machio coming off on the, on the lava side is really cool looking. So it's subjective. I mean, there, to, there's to, some to cool looking ones. Yeah. It's subjective to what it is, who's doing it, how it looks, this and that. It's obviously a preference to how everyone does their tricks these days, especially because there are no rules and everyone's doing thing, everything, you know, in their own way. But going to the live chat, coming off on the lava side is okay. 60% say that it is okay to come off on the lava side. Whoa. 40% disagree. So now we have our closest one right here, but people agree with you more than they do with me. Damn, Which is fine. I'm not holding this against anybody in our live chat. I brought a convincing <laughs> argument, though. That's why. You should be my lawyer. Damn. Yeah, I'm stoked on, on the live chat. Thank you, everybody. Um, okay, cool. So um, 
so that was your topic, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So um, this one, I, it might, I might switch back to hate, but, but I, I think, I actually think that uh, there's room on this one. Okay. So actually Tom talked about this, uh, Tom Weiss, shout out Tom Weiss, check out his, his podcast about- Sh- Shout out Tom in the live chat right now. Oh, sweet. So uh, about the top mistrial, right? Okay, so there's like the touching top mm-hmm. mistrial and then the separated one, right? So, so, so okay. So I, I think, you know, you should, it should be like the, 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 the thing about the mistrial specifically is I think the idea is like that you're, you're kind of, you're kind of backsides pushing your, your front foot forward, right? And like, that's like the idea with the trick. So the trick itself like is like for it to be kind of pushing into it and touching it. Um, that being said, I don't think like the separated one is not a trick and I don't think you can't make that look good. But again, I think we should kind of like come to like a new name with that. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't go as far as say like lazy Royale, uh, lazy far from Nugent, but lazy maybe mistrial. like <laughs> o- open mistrial. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Cause it's, cause now you're like open and, and, and spread out a bit. And I think again, like when there's a lot of don'ts and skating, you can make things do's if there's an intention behind it, the right person and just like the right presentation of the idea. And then things can catch on. And that's how like these trends and new ideas start when mm-hmm. an idea that's like formerly not accepted gets presented in a way that people are like, Oh wow, this is something I can understand. And what looks cool. Like that person made that look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's what I would say for that. I think the 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 on a on a top mistrial, the the do is to have him touch, and in the don't space, I think there is still room for a do, but we should like rename that. Is it the same name or is it a different trick? I think would be the poll question. Let me. You think that should be the poll question, not should mistrial oh, touch? I, I push the mistrial's touch. Perfect. That's good. Um, but that being said. Have you ever seen a mistrial not touching and been like, damn, that's sick? Again, it's like it's because I don't think it's ever been approached with that intention yet. I think I think I think I think think the times when you have seen those mistrials, it's um, it's like with the intention of doing a mistrial. Like, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And just like whatever the real sticky person didn't stretch that day. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not, yeah. And, and look, it's a hard trick. Like, do you know what I mean? That's still, yeah. that's like one of my favorite tricks. I do it all the time. And it's still one of those tricks where I'm like, okay, I'm either gonna, you can get hurt on it fairly easily just by the way the body positioning is you can yeah. fall like, and mm-hmm. so I, I get, I, I get it. And I also get that some people do it the way they Royale, which encourages that touching. Mm-hmm. And some people do it like with leading with the sole foot, like a sweat stance that really doesn't encourage the touching as much because like you're leaving your front foot as, as the guide there instead of your back foot. So it might have a different points of balance, but, um, it's funny you say that because mm-hmm. when I do mistrials, cause I, I when, I'm, not, I'm not talking tops. I'm talking regular mistrials. When I do regular mistrials, I don't really have a switch or a natural. But when I do it with my switch royale foot, I actually get them tighter than with my natural royale foot. I don't know why, but that's just the way I just do it. I don't know. Um, I will agree with you for the most part on that. And I think this was the highlight of Tom Moise's video, the skate violation video. I think it's one of the best skate videos ever made up there with words he's been and, killing and, and it lately. <laughs> i love but, his content but th- that was a highlight of the video for me um i will also 
add soyals to that list as well because I feel like that's a very similar trick. And soyals look, in my opinion, a lot better when they're touching when they're together. It's kind of like a, like a really pitted trick. It's it's very similar to like having your boot down on a on a royale trick because like you can't really do that if your feet aren't on boot. You know, um, I yeah. actually I made a post, I, I, a story. I sent it to I tagged Tom in it actually, and I was like. I keep my soyals close and my mistrials even closer because I had like a picture of me doing like a mistrial, like super tight together. Um, I, but yeah, yeah, to my point before, I was asking you if you ever seen a mistrial not touch and been like, damn, that's sick. I personally have not. That might change in the future. But when you see like a really good mistrial, like you're like, damn, that was that's one of those tricks where like you really emphasize the style and really make people like, damn, that was sick. Like when people do a really nice low top mistrial, I think that looks so sick. Misfits, alley mis top, uh, alley top side mistrials look really good like that. True spin mistrials, I think of like Santiago back in the day doing them really nice tight together. I think that's okay. what looks good in a mistrial. So I agree with what you're saying, but 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 the only thing I would present as something that could be different to that is, I don't know if. And this is a very specific, but do, do you know, like uh, in the Danny Beer section where he did like an X grind and then he opened up the X grind yeah. and then he put it back together and yeah. then he opened up it and he put it back together. Mm -hmm. Like there's like, why, why is there not space for that on a mistrial? Like, do you know what I mean? So like, or why is there not space like that on a, on, on a soil? Like get like a real pitted soil, pull it back mm -hmm. and then pull it back again and then switch. So like, th that's what I'm saying. Like, Yes, like if you're trying to do like the traditional classic soyal and mistrial, that is the way it should be touching. That's a do, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the don't space, I think, is still space to explore. Like as we're, as we're seeing a, like a lot of exploration now in skating and in that don't area. But um, yes, I will say, even though this is my topic, I brought it up as a do. But I just wanted to be my own devil's advocate on the don'ts as well, uh, because I do think there is that space. I am throwing it out there right now. If somebody has a no-touch mistrial out there that looks good or is special in any type of way, please let us know. I would love to see that. I am like completely open to seeing somebody freaking it or like doing something Billy, like you said, pulling it in, in and out, stuff like that. I would love to see that. Um, mm. According to our poll, mistrials should touch. 93% agree, 7% disagree. I think this is the steepest agreement we've yeah. had so far so right. either that or tom weiss has like a gun to everyone's head in the in the live oh, chat the best, con best consensus <laughs> thus yet yeah. i like that one i like that one um i'm gonna do one saying rolling top sides on ledges is a no-no and this obviously we learned growing up skating me and you billy like in the in the 90s like you have to lock the top sides it has to get boot down i think it was also easier for people back in the day to do this because sole spaces were so small and frames were so tall that you had to get really low to actually get topside. You know, a sole space was like one, maybe two fingers wide. So you have to get really low. And that probably just stuck with us over the years. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's people do like switch up sometimes and kind of like roll into them and stuff like that. It's sometimes it works, but I think for the most part, if you just like riding out a trick, it has to be like topside unless you're doing like a, a training wheel or something like that. But the way like a lot of ledges are in skate parks now too, it kind of like lets you learn wrong or people who build uh, boxes where the PVC coping is like straight up on top 
and then they're just straight up on top of the wood, you know, and then it's kind of like a rail at that point, and it makes you learn top size the wrong way. I think that's bad for a learning technique and top size because when you go to a ledge, you take it the same way, and you're like, wait a minute, I can't do it. I keep eating shit. I keep slipping out. So yeah. I think top size on ledges has to be like locked on and good to go. I feel like if you're learning a top side, learn it on a ledge first, then take it to a rail because you will learn a more proper technique on how to get boot down, make sure your foot is locked than if you do it on a, on a rail. Okay. Yeah. So this is like a topic with like a pretty big, big gray area and, and we can get into that, but I think there's also some very black and white parts of it as well. Um, yeah. I think like you said, without, you know, uh, trying to make a huge comparison bet- between the two, but I guess I'm going to that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're growing up, maybe the first few years skating at uh, coping and then you, you go and versus someone who's been like skating on street for the first few years, skating ledges and stuff like that, there's going to be like a different understanding of like, mm-hmm. uh, the top sides fundamentally. Um, so yeah, I think if it's just like skating a straight, ledge or whatever well if you're learning or this and that whatever but then there's like the just completed trick rolling on top sides i think it's pretty universal that that's uh not good to do on a ledge but we have kind of started in this new area of exploration which is cool like this area where you can kind of go from one trick to rolling to grinding like mm-hmm. you know uh bobby had like a had a had one that like i love that too i i wouldn't have like really probably accepted in the past like to be perfectly honest because of just how my mind was in skating at at this like really strict time but he did this like fakey 360 ollie mono roll up this like bank and he's just grabbing it the whole time and then as he's rolling up right when he gets to the top of it he just drops it to ollie fish grind you know mm-hmm. and i was like wow that was that was awesome like mm-hmm. you know so like how do you how do you parse that out from one another like you know what i mean it's like because it's there was like a rolling step before the top side right but it's part of the trick so Again, like I think if you're just skating a ledge, like I'm going up, jump, grind the ledge, top side, rolling is no good. If there, you know, now it's like a lot more nuance. You know, you can do hero roll, fakie three, mono roll, and then just keep holding it and slip and drop into a grind, things like that. Um, I don't know. I think I think those those things are kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. Me- what do you think? Yeah, you mentioned Bobby's trick, and that's exactly what I was thinking of too. Like rolling, like rolling into like a dark side top side trick which is pretty much what he yeah. did i think that's okay that's part of the trick that's like what it is yeah, yeah. as long as you eventually drop that foot down and lock top side it counts mm-hmm. you know even if there you needs slide to be a, a foot like there, a little bit there yeah. needs to be a there needs to be a drop moment yes exactly if you don't drop yeah, it then then it's suspect but i love the way bobby <laughs> does it i do those i do the same thing as well i've done them in the past too so if that is wrong in someone's eyes i'm guilty of that as well but as long as you drop that top side in my opinion it's still good. It still counts. But as far as just like going for a straight trick, like uh, a fish brain is a, is a big exaggeration of it. Cause I don't know how you could not lock a fish brain and survive it, but it would pretty, be, pretty much be a monroll at that point. But that's what I'm talking about. If you just do like a straight trick and you're rolling, you're not locked at any point. I think that's like improper technique of doing a top side. I wouldn't technically count that as a top side trick. I would just say, learn the flexibility, just get that foot down a little bit and you're good to go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything else to add to that? No, I, I think I, I think I agree with you on this one. Yes, we agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we um, agree. According to the, the live chat, we have a new winner. 
Rolling top sides on ledges, not okay. 93% agree, 7% disagree. Uh, it's tied for the last one, too. It's tied, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are two strong points right there. Thank you all for agreeing with us. I like that we're on the same page. Nice. Um, personally, th those are like kind of we my main do's and don'ts because I was thinking I don't, I don't like to have many do's and don'ts, mm -hmm. you know? So those are mine. Okay, but I, I think I think you have a few more that we could discuss if you have them handy. I have a few more. I will do one of them because this is more of a this is more of a personal thing. And I'm very curious to see what other people think about this okay. as well. Because I I've seen people mention like not grabbing their one footed tricks, machios, fish brains, torques, backslides, etc. I disagree with that. I feel like that's obviously a style. If you're gonna freestyle it and do like a freestyle backslide, freestyle torque, something like that there's many people who do them freestyle that look really, really well. Um, but I will go ahead and say that not grabbing spins personally bothers me a little bit, unless you're doing an abstract because abstract, you, I don't know, that's just like a no grab. Do you even call it a grab? I don't know what you call an abstract. It's just a way to do a spin without grabbing it. But besides that, people spinning and not grabbing their spins personally bothers me and I, I like to see more people spinning and grabbing their 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 airs even if it's like a safety grab something like that simple it just it, it's kind of along the lines of showing control in a trick and I, I don't know i see it more now it wasn't like a thing until the last few years that i'm starting seeing it now maybe it's because instagram everything is more accessible there's like people you know sharing everything that they post online but I think that air should be grabbed. I'm curious to know what people in the live chat think about that as well. What do you think, Billy? Oof, man. Okay. Well, we, I think there's a few ways we can go through this. There are sometimes I, um, I see like a, a 540, and like the arms are just out. And I'm like, man, you know, you could use those. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, it, it would be better, like, sometimes. But, then there's sometimes I just see like a floating no grab 180 where you have like all the time in the world to not gra to grab it, and it looks awesome. And I'm just like, forward airs oh, okay. and 180s I think work for that because forward airs too. Sean Doris does them all the time without grabbing them. They look really good. Mm -hmm. They control the mm -hmm. shit. He knows what mm -hmm. he's doing, but it's very rare that I see like a 540, 720, 900 that's not grabbed that looks good in my opinion. I'm, uh, what about what about Walt? What? Give me an example. Walt has a ton of no grab fives, like that. He just like he's just floating, like like. I can't yeah, picture one. I'll send I'll send some to you, man. Like after, after just, the podcast, is he just like all tucked, like not safety, like a safety grab without grabbing it, kind of. It literally arms up in the air. Like, <laughs> I, just I can't like, picture one. I know he doesn't grab obviously forward as too similar to Sean Dars. I can't picture. I know he does like one eighties. I can't picture a no grab. Air. Show me some. Show me one after. I'll, after send, the show. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some stuff. But um, uh, you went straight for the kill there, right? Like Walt. <laughs> well, that's your like main guy. Favorite, I know my favorite skating. You say no, but um, so, but, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so like, I guess my my point here, because I guess in this topic, I'm here to be devil's advocate to mm -hmm. myself and to all these uh, to all these topics. But yeah, I think I, again, it's like a time and a place. Like, do you know what I mean? I think there are some. Okay, yeah. Straight airs look sweet, not grabbing a lot, a lot of the time, depending mm -hmm. on how you do it. Um, 180s also have that. Fives a little less. And yeah, fives a little less. I don't know, man. Like Bellino just did like a no grab 
seven on uh, like the like one of like the last tricks in our latest uh mesmer thing like the rv there yet tour mm-hmm. by the way if you haven't seen it go check it out <laughs> but um but yeah like over this fence like up this bank and it was just like i don't know man it's really subjective it is very subjective that's why i, I, like, wanted to, that's why I don't I know if i agree you. with you on this that's yeah, why i wanted I to I ask you it's yeah. to me i haven't seen many people do more th- and i and i put in the question in the poll should you grab your airs i should have meant should i grab should you grab your spins but i've seen lately a lot of people doing a lot of spins that aren't grabbed more than like a 180 or 360 that are in my opinion like uncontrolled looking and i think that's what it goes back to is showing the control is kind of similar to like landing the fakie and holding the fakie it shows the control it shows like you really put like thought into making your trick look good or a specific way rather than just getting the trick done and like boom that's it i did it you know it's really like putting your own sauce on it and and your spice and making it your trick as opposed to just doing a trick that's that's my opinion on it the yeah i i i i I do think that like they're like almost each grab of a spin trick makes it a different trick like do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. not like uh like maybe if you do a backslide no grab and a backslide with a grab and a backslide cross grab like to me it's still a backslide yeah but if you do like a like a you know like a stale 720 like that's like bio versus like a a 720 like no grab there those are two different things mm-hmm. because like what's happening with the stale is you're having to put your body in a different position in order to achieve the spin with the grab right and like yeah. that that works for each different grab mm-hmm. like if you do it like a rocket right now your back's going to be closer to the floor and it's going to be more bio mm-hmm. right M- mutes are, a 540 is already pushed toward being bio on its own just by the way the legs get thrown yeah so like and then so like and then uh there's like the safety which promotes more like up and down 540 mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know and so yeah like there's um i, I disagree that um spins sh- like need to be grabbed i think they're on all spin levels now that i've put some thought into it i think that they're all cool depending on delivery intention the person Mm -hmm. the spot Mm -hmm. um but yeah i just think it's of of course like to see a nice grab trick i don't think there's anything against it but i don't think it's like a a hard set rule or it should be yeah i'm I'm thinking about um brian uh, ryan arnold in vine street i think the first one he does like I've seen a million people do 720s, but he does a 720. I think he like stales it or ab- or something like that. And it looked so good, like head and shoulders above almost any every other 720 I've ever seen. And that's what I kind of like, like seeing people putting their own like spice to their their airs and the spins because he could have just done a regular 720 and it was like whatever. But like just throwing the stale grab in it made it look so good, so controlled, so him. And that's what yeah. I, I like seeing, you know. Uh, like I said in the beginning, it's a personal preference completely. And uh, Nolan John said in the chat, he goes, how do you feel about double grabs? Double grabs are cool. Triple grab, quadruple grab, whatever, how many grabs you want yeah, to do. It, you can, it, it's all sick. That, yeah. they're, they're all really unique. Um, um, yeah, like Style points for me. That's it. No, I, and, and I, th- I think it comes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast when we were talking about like the Royal and the Farfanugan and being like there was a guy that was boot down all the way boot, yeah. <laughs> like just like that, not touching the frames. And like, I think it's like, as we get toward that place of like new evolution and experimentation and exploration, which we're at now and it's really fun. I think it's also cool to be able to like reach back and dip into like those really uh, detailed 
nuances of like the old tricks that like you know to keep alive like you know what i mean like get like do that old school deep you know boot uh farfinugan without like touching the frame or like oh yeah like really like put instead of like you know, like i'm gonna really try to make this uh certain 540 luke hanging 540 or stale like very i'm just gonna try to make this really nice instead of like just like five the set and rush past it and, and then seven the yeah, set or something yeah, like that exactly. which is which is which is cool because it's like you can you can take and that's like one of the beautiful things about skating or any or any kind of like a practice of this kind or you know you could relate it to drumming and or guitar like where you could be have doing something so so long for such a long time like whether it be soul grinds or top souls or 540s but the the more you go in depth into your craft and the more you explore it you could find like all these new ways to do it and you become like more of a master of that trick that you already believed you were a master at at one point and then it just goes further it goes deeper there's deeper levels to it and i think that that just comes with time and experimentation but um yeah that's that's what i think there uh, i do want to say you had a story before with your stepping on tricks i want to share a quick story of mine a personal uh, opinion of mine because i have a clip in one of the truth videos i don't remember which one it is but Remember U-Haul in Philly, the yellow rails at the loading yep. dock, whatever. I have a clip mm -hmm. of me doing alley top acid on the rail, 360 out, and then I fake E7 onto, like, off the end of the loading dock. And mm -hmm. I hate that clip so much because I didn't grab my fake E7. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I believe I also come forward afterwards as well. So I remember like looking back on that and hating that as recently as like a month after I put the video out. <laughs> and that always bothered me. And that is like to me my personally most cringeworthy clip that I ever had. I, I, all I just wanted to do was like grab a little safety grab in the middle of that. And I would have enjoyed that clip so much more, but to the chat, this is a close one as well. Should you grab your airs? 45% uh, agree, 55% disagree. So that's almost a 50, 50 margin right there. That's pretty, Dude, that's pretty close. You know, what's cool. And, and I'm not trying to, but um, the two that's been closest been on my side, your side, I know. I don't know anything about skating, guys. I don't know what I'm doing here. No, no. I, I, I just think, honestly, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm good at arguing both sides of the, the point because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, you know, skating's like, I have a ton of no grab tricks and no grab spins, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to defend my own stuff and lava tricks. I'm trying to defend my own stuff too. Like, yeah, no, I, I get that completely. And everyone has their yeah. own thoughts. There, there are no, like we said, there are no rules to skating or anything like that. These are simply our opinions and right. whether people agree with it or don't agree with it, that's completely fine. We're all still friends. We're all still doing this. We're all still skating together. Yeah. Um, but that, that was fun. That was awesome. I, I like seeing everyone's thoughts and opinions also on what they had of our topics. I just want to give like uh, a few mentions to our Instagram followers because we posted this on our Instagram feed yesterday and ask also what do you think some are so I just want to quickly mention a few of them off the bat um, new like CBD said do grab your tricks don't do toe wheelies they really don't like uh, toe rolls I guess I, I I disagree with that personally but they're hard they're they are really hard. hard they are hard and grabbing your tricks I mean gr grinds Yes and no. It just if you make it look good, you make it look good. That's it. You just heard my thoughts on on airs and spins. Um, I don't even know the name of this. The Nano Spot says no back unities in 2022. I don't know what the deal with that is. Is there like a no back unities movement going on right now? No, but you know what? I'm I'm happy that we avoided specific tricks. 
because I, yes. I feel like that, that that's a that's rabbit right. hole we could have gone down. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a losing topic because yeah. it, there, there's always going to be the presentation of uh, a trick that's that you can make look good. Exactly. Like I said before, yeah. earlier in the show, I can't wait for somehow sidewalks make like an epic comeback and everyone starts doing them super sick or find a really cool way or like someone like Danny Beer finds like a really cool way to like make a sidewalk look ridiculous. So Dan Danny, we need you. We need you, <laughs> we need we need you to help you. us make this stuff cool. <laughs> uh, um, so PCA402 says, don't tuck in your shirt. Some of these are just funny, by the way. I just had to shout out some of the funny ones. Don't tuck in your shirt. Um, no, tucking in your shirt makes you look strong, though. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it works for some people. It doesn't work for other people. Me, yeah, I'm I don't, like, don't get me wrong, y Yandy. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Yandy. Yandy dude, so he, like, he tucks hard, and he yeah. own, he owns the tuck too. So it's well, he I looks great. He looks I know great exactly. I, I respect that, and he kills it too. So, and he's an awesome yeah. guy. So, if you haven't checked it out, check out the Yandrel Silverio episode that we did mm -hmm. from Blaney Cup last year. Don't know the number, but awesome episode. Really great guy. Uh, yeah. Van Buren boy says, "Don't gatekeep rollerblading culture." There yeah, you go. that's a good one. No, that that that's true. And uh, we came up in like a time of 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 gatekeeping, mm -hmm. and you know uh, we were facing the the, the gatekeepers, and I think uh, some of us got into positions to kind of be gatekeeping, and, and so this this do's and don'ts might be, and and a criticism of the topic itself, which yeah. completely understandable. You know, mm -hmm. this is could be considered gatekeeping. Just so you know, that's not the intention here we're just here to have a friendly discussion of our own thoughts and our own ideas and we don't want to push anything on anyone else it's exactly these but, are just our thoughts and hey you know someone's got to keep the gate <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding I'm these just are kidding. strictly entertainment purposes this this podcast right, right now and, and all these thoughts yeah put the surgeon general warning on that we don't know yeah for real this one i didn't understand maybe you can make sense of it or someone else in the chat can make sense of this but ncb in line said this is a subtle one, but it's important and always overlooked. Don't allow your arm to be over the rail before your feet leave the ground. Gotta keep elbows in. Can you comprehend that? Because I couldn't. Okay, like 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 a plane. Like if you're like coming it's, up like with your arms already high, mm -hmm. like you know what I mean, and you're about to jump and your arms are already like like high. You is know? that not maybe good? that's what he means? I never thought I mean, it about that one. It, it probably has the potential to look a little goofy sometimes. I don't know. But maybe that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I didn't really understand that one. I don't know if anyone in the chat could um, better clarify that one. But yeah. I had to mention that one. Let us know in the it, comments. Yeah, let yeah. us know what you think. Uh, the old man Blade Life said, don't talk shit about other rollerbladers regardless of the style or ability. Don't call out people for not doing tricks, quote, properly. Do support everyone. We are all the same. That's a good one. Oof. That's very, very neutral standings. Right I feel there. like that's a little low key attack on the topic, though. Again, it like, is. It is. But which, we're here to have fun, everybody. That's well, look, I think I think the the idea of these conversations is not meant to criticize. The bottom line is there's a lot of like new skaters that are in the community these days, and some of them might be curious to know what some of the ideas on how we perceive some tricks are and what maybe this could be helpful for some. Uh, this is not meant to be in any way uh, bringing down anyone. You could do, hey, there's no rules. You skate how you want to skate. And, uh, but there are, as there are trick names and definitions for those tricks, like a topsole is a topsole. There's also a, a definition of perhaps the approach, although there's a gray area in this space. So 
just again, I think this might be our fourth disclaimer on the podcast. The intention is not to um, to criticize anyone or bring anyone down, especially people who are learning and beginning or just having fun with it. But it's I think that it could some people may be new to the skating and curious and these topics might uh, be interesting to them. Yeah, definitely. We have a couple more comments but before we do that. I want to please remind everybody to check out Blank, the new Shonkin Pro Model Skate. Go give them a follow on Instagram at Blank Rolling Products. Get the new Shonkin uh, Pro Skate available worldwide now at your favorite skate shop. They're teasing new skates coming in the future on Instagram, so make sure to follow them for more updates. And I want to just quickly remind everybody to please check out Jump Supplements. Go to jumpsubs.com. We have skating's first line of skating supplements from full-spectrum hemp extract CBD oil, Ultra Joint Flex Supplement, promoting joint health and maintaining mobility. We have a multivitamin with energizing B vitamins, immunity support, and antioxidant formula. Platinum turmeric for joint and muscle health because we all have sore joints and muscles from skating every day. And finally, the krill oil to support joint, brain, and heart health. Um, we still have 10% off individual bottle orders with code 10OFF at checkout. You can save on bundles if you buy multiple bottles, three to five bottles. You can save up to 30% on those. Free domestic shipping in the U.S. And we ship internationally to the U.K., Canada, Australia, and Italy. So check out jumpsubs.com. Get your body feeling good. There's a link in the description if you're watching on YouTube. But check it out. Support Rollerblading's first supplement brand and, you know, help your body feel good when you're skating every day. We want to do this as long as we can. So I just wanted to shout that out real fast before we continue on. I have two more comments from Instagram. Uh, This one, there's a lot of points in here. Some I agree with, some I don't agree with. We'll see what you think. Keith Essenkula says, do raise your arm above your shoulders when grinding. Don't keep your knees close together when approaching obstacles. Don't wear shorts with shin guards. Don't saturate social networks with middle-aged beginners clips. Don't think about harder tricks until you can do the basics with style. Damn, I woke up in a bad mood today. <laughs> I had to shout that one out. I was, was about to say, at least he said it, so we didn't have to say it for him. You know? Yeah, no, that, that was a but, funny one. Um, uh, I, I do agree um, with don't think about harder tricks until you get the basic ones down. I do. I'm a firm believer in that one, too. Um, and that goes to anything outside of skating as well. If you're starting anything out, learn the basics first before you move on. I think there was an era of skating where people didn't do that. And then it showed in their control and style throughout the tricks they were doing, or they were getting hurt more. So I agree with that. A lot of the other ones I either don't understand or don't agree with, but I don't know anything to say about that one, Billy. Um, no. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with, um, most of it. Yeah. I, I think I, I think he's probably a great guy though. But I mean, like he, the he had um, event. He woke up in a bad mood today. He said it. Yeah, he just had event. He had a lot of funny points there, so I had to mention that one. Yeah, no, there were funny points. Um, <laughs> you know, I think if you're gonna whatever age, put your stuff on social media because if it makes you feel good, uh, yeah. or if you enjoy it, interacting with other skaters, mm-hmm. that's important. That's important. You know, yeah, do it no matter okay. what your age. I agree. Um, you know, if someone told me to stop skating because I was getting older, I'd be I'd be pretty. I'd go tell them, <laughs> you know, we're here but, for the um, long run. We're here for the long run, everybody. Yeah. You know, um, the, the last Instagram comment I wanted to mention was Sweet Avenue. Tori Traceder says, do have fun. Don't be a dick. <laughs> that was my favorite Perfect. one. That was my favorite one. And I know uh, we don't really do like super chat questions, but people are super chatting questions. Do you want to just do these two real fast before we? We sign off. Yeah, for if they're super chatting questions, we should do them. Yep. Yeah. So, 
MH says, what are some illegal switch ups? Those that were big back in the day, trick selection is important. Why can't I highlight this? There we go. Okay. Can well, you, you know what? Any I, illegal switch ups, quote illegal switch ups? As I begin to answer this question and why I was distracted just a second ago is as I answer these questions, the, 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 the term gatekeeper is ringing in my head. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like that term. I don't know if it means anything significant. In general or but, in skating? I mean, there are, there are ambassadors in, in things, right? Like where people, okay, we could skip this, but, but I feel like I feel <laughs> apprehensive to answer these kind of questions now. Um, but from what we learned um, at, a, at a young age, and I think that might make sense, the illegal switch-ups, which there mm -hmm. are none, and you know, there's all the space in the world, as we say. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing any more disclaimers. <laughs> um, you heard what I, what I think on all that. But, you know, like Soul to Mizu, I think we're like some of like the budgets where your soul foot stays in like the same place. Mm -hmm. We're like considered illegal back in the day. Budget um, budgets, like real budgets. Yeah. But then like, you know, look, I saw like Soichiro did like a Machio to rough grind. That was like one of the coolest things I'd ever saw. Like, you know, just like the way it was done. And you can do all these things differently. I'm, I'm going to stop playing devil's advocate on, on, on a lot of these topics <laughs> because I feel like I'm being a little too much in that in that uh, playing defense. I don't think you. But yeah, like 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 sold to, to Mizu or like sold to like acid where, where your soul foot stays in the same place. Some of like the basic ideas, I think, were what were considered illegal at one point. Yeah, so. like a soul to Royale. Like there's budgets that look cool, like pivots look cool, which are technically budgets, but, you know, you can make them look a certain way to make them look cool. I will agree with you on that one. I have not seen people really do like a soul to acid that looks good or like a soul to Mizu or soul to Royale that look good. Um, it used to bother me back in the day when people, I haven't seen this in a while, but people did like rail transfers and instead of doing like soul to soul or a soul to like top soul, they would do like soul to Royale transfer. And I'm like, just mm -hmm. do like stick with soul to soul. <laughs> I think that would be a little better because it's like a budget, but you're transferring the obstacle. So it kind of isn't a budget. I don't know. That's like a, a gray area in that. But there's not many illegal switch ups because everybody's doing all types of crazy shit today. And somehow most of them look sick. So that's my, my yeah, like, on like, that one. Like soul to Mizu, which was like a big no-no back in the day. I could I could see someone like doing like a boom fakey soul like pick up the the foot like grab Machio like and stand tall and then just drop low on a Mizu and then like spin off like just because it would be changing body positions on the grind yeah. like I think there's things like that. Do you remember VG14 Louis Amora section? He has a bench transfer. Doesn't he do soul to soul Mizu, to Mizu five, five forty out? Yeah, yeah like yeah. that was crazy and questionable. I guess, but he made it look really good, especially I think he the, made five, it real. the five out looked so good from the Mizu, which you don't see he, a lot anyway. He took a completely illegal idea at a very strict time and yes. he made everyone accept it. That was not the time. And everyone, that trick everyone Louis, just, but you made it work. Nope. And everyone <laughs> accepted it because it was Louie. It was just yeah. like soul Mizu five out. It was perfect. It was executed properly. So I mean, he that goes with the, out of soul and made it look good because he's Louie, you know? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So I think I think that applies to almost everything uh, of, of all these topics. I do too. There's one more super chat question we're going to get to before we sign off here. Christopher asked, is there a trick? Oh, this isn't like a, a violation thing, whatever. But is there a trick to getting more flexibility and confidence in ACO movements? This I found to be a big block in reference to progress. Um, a little off topic, but I mean, I mean, I'm not like a health expert or anything like that about getting ankle movements and stuff. 
aside from just taking care of your joints and getting this ultra joint flex from jump supplements. But besides that, <laughs> I mean, those are just the bare necessity. We all know that, but yeah, without being corny, um, <laughs> I, I would just think stretching does it does the deal. I don't do yoga, but I know there's a ton of yoga movements that involve ankle mobility and stretching your ankle to get a certain way. My girlfriend now she's going through a really bad break in her leg and her ankle and she's doing something very similar right now where she goes to physical therapy. They do a lot of ankle stretching and ankle exercises with like bands and stuff like that. I don't know how to get more specific into it, but there's a lot of stretching. If you get those workout bands on like Amazon or eBay, whatever it is, and you stretch your ankle every day, you take care of your joints. Turmeric helps with that, reducing inflammation. Um, glucosamine helps with like your joint strength and stuff like that. So there are ways to strengthen it up. I don't know your exact problem specifically. I've never really worked on my ankles, but I have seen other people stretching them, taking supplements to help improve your joints. And I think a combination of those two will go a long way. Yeah. Um, if I could just add to that, like, you know, you, you started off kind of like joking, talking about the supplements. I mean, I think there's, there's obviously truth to that. Um, but a big part of it, and I, I think my, my wife would support me in what I'm saying here is that, um, a lot of it has to do with diet, right? So like yes. a, a low, infl a low inflammation, a low inflammation diet, like I found because I have the capacity to eat like I, I, love, I like sweets, you know, I like eating like big burgers and all these kind of like meals and stuff like that, like heavy bread things, heavy carb things like uh, every now and then I like to go out and enjoy a few beers. Mm -hmm. And I, I found like when I'm eating like that and participating like that, and then when I'm not when I'm like eating clean and healthy and things like that, um, the inflammation in my body is lower, my muscles are able to flex more. And so just like the diet and the supplements is actually relevant and, and, you know, water intake and things like that, like, like all are relevant to like how your flexibility, how your muscles are going to respond. But then, yeah, like, like the, the bands, like as Austin's talking about specifically for like the ankle, there are some like um, really good like ankle exercises that you could do for mobility that are like available online. Um, obviously yoga is a fantastic practice that like helps you like in all, all the ways of your bodies and mobility that can be super valuable in skating as well. So we don't always, you know, we're, we're not perfect saints and angels. We don't always like do these things right. But when we do, we notice the difference. And I think it's, um, that's something worth noting if that's something you're looking to do. <laughs> I see a funny comment in the live chat right now from Buka it says, I used to just stand on the side of my foot in a topside position while working. <laughs> Imagine hey. eight hours a day standing. I feel like that's bad for you, if anything. But if it gets the flex and it worked for you, more power to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know the name of this specific pose, but I could imagine like uh, sitting with on on the floor, like in an L position with your back up and your legs out, and then you just like grab your feet and you pull them into like your your groin area and your legs kind of bow out. Yeah, that's that that's a good way to like stretch the groin, like and then you can move the ankles like this while you're like that, mm -hmm. and it's just like uh, the mobility and the blood flow through the legs. That's like pretty helpful. Something I do like before I skate pretty frequently. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And Anuj Wagley made a good point in the live chat also it says, don't rely on ankles. Bending your knees will get you boot down if that's what you're trying to do. Sure. But one thing affects the other. So your ankles might be hurting or like a weak point for you now, but take some of it with your knees and your hips too. When you're doing your tricks, maybe that might help also expand what you're able to do, you know, on your skates. Yeah, listen to Anuj. Don't listen to me. Anuj is a doctor. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here talking about what, 
what works for me. Um, but yeah. But yeah, this has been awesome. I had a lot of fun today. This is really great. I love having the interactions. I saw a lot of people in the comments that they loved it too with the interaction. So we're definitely going to do more of these as well in the future. If you have other Channel 11 topics you want to hear from us, let us know in the comments as well. Um, thank you to, who was it, Nathan Bentley for giving us this idea for this topic today. And we definitely look forward to doing more in the future. Any final thoughts, Billy, before we sign off? Well, before uh, we sign off, I just want to say shout out to our sponsor, Blank. Um, Huge shout out to Blank. They've been super helpful with us and supporting the podcast and that means the world to us. Um, also a huge, oh, anyone who's wanting to go to the BPSO, registration is now open. We're trying what's, to make it as what, big as possible. What's the date on that? The date on that is September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. Last, uh, like, you know, not officially, but it's like the last weekend of summer in New York mm. is how we consider Labor Day weekend. Mm. So it's a big event. It's going to be great. Um, working on a cool place for the after party now. So it's going to be coming to town if you're able to. It's, uh, you know, $3,000 in, in money. We got prizes. The, the prize purse is growing. So, yeah, check that out. And uh, final thoughts is... I'm not going to do any more disclaimers. Um, you know, I, I think I've, uh, you know, expressed myself as delicately as I, I could to my capability. And, uh, you know, just thank you for joining. I appreciate everyone joining this. If you're watching us live, please hit the like button. If you're not watching us live, please hit the like button. And, uh, yeah, you, you've heard my spiel. You know, you know what I, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> you already know what time it is. I guess, I guess all I would say is these are our opinions, like you said. But there are no rules. Do whatever the hell you want. If you want to do your mistrials 10 miles apart, go for them. If you want to not grab your spins, go for it. I don't care. You're still skating, still having fun. That's all what it's about. But rules are meant to be broken. Exactly. But thank you, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you. I mean, we have another podcast before then. But we'll see you, hopefully, at the BPSO as well. And we'll catch you on the next podcast. Later, everyone. Peace.